Hey everyone, I'm Carolyn. And I'm Tiffany, and you're listening to another episode of The Disney Download. Here at The Disney Download, we'll be discussing the latest Disneyland news along with sharing park tips and tricks. Plus, we'll be sharing our opinions on everything in the Disney universe. So get ready to have some fun. Hey everyone, we're back with another episode of the Disney Download. Today we have lots of fun news for you guys and we're going to be talking about all the holiday food offerings in the park. So let's start with the news. Yes. So this week it was announced that Indiana Jones is going to undergo a major refurbishment in 2020 in preparation for its 25th anniversary so we don't know when work is set to begin on the 24-year-old attraction. It should be soon, but we still don't have an official date for when it's closing. Uh, but the permit describes the scope of work as removing and replacing a show set bridge that includes steel structure, rock work, and planks. So the show set bridge is, of course, the infamous bridge that has tried to trick guests into being ready to collapse at any moment. Um, they also are speculating that more renovations will be done. Honestly, I'm excited that Indiana Jones is getting a refurb. Maybe it won't break down all the time now because it is probably one of the glitchiest rides in Disneyland. It breaks, it glitches, it stops in the middle. So anything they can do to give it some love and some updates, I am all for. Yeah, that'll be super awesome. Um, the next piece of news we have is that Disneyland is holding an AP After Hours Access uh, event for It's a Small World. So starting November 18th through the 22nd, pass holders are able to enjoy a special photo op during the After Hours event. And then uh, pass holders, they have to be inside Disneyland before the park closes in order to uh, and have an annual pass in order to enjoy the after-hours fun that they'll have. So that'll be really cool. Yeah, I mean, I can't go to the park that weekend, but I doubt I would have taken advantage of that anyway. <laughs> um, You're missing out. I mean, I wrote it this past weekend. Isn't that enough for everyone? Um, I'm really sad because um, I wasn't <laughs> with you in that exact moment. So I'm going to need you to go on it again. Okay, I guess. I will ride it one more time just for you. I mean, it's not my fault the ride broke down all day. I can't control those things. I know. It was just, like, saving its magic. <laughs> it must have been. It was like, it needs, I need to ride it twice this year. I mean, it's not, I don't know. It's just, like, it's not bad. It's, like, the first two minutes. But then it keeps going. And the dolls are creepy. And after about two minutes, yeah. I just want to get off of it. No, it only gets cuter. <laughs> and the song gets catchier. <laughs> the song, it just like burrows its way into your brain like a little insect. And then like 20 hours later when you're about to fall asleep, it just starts going. <laughs> you need to just stop thinking about that. That <laughs> never happens to me. <laughs> yeah, but like it just the problem with my brain it could be just like any weird random and always like the snippet of a song and then I like mesh two songs together and create like a hybrid song and neither of the songs are related so it's always kind of weird but my brain just like picks random songs to play at random times 
No, it's really funny. I'll have to, like, next time one of those, like, hybrid songs pops in my head, I'll just sing that for you because it actually is really kind of funny. Me um, too. <laughs> um, but back to our news. Uh, Carthay, in more refurbishment news, Carthay Circle, one of our favorite restaurants, we are regulars there, is going to be closing in early January of 2020 for a refurbishment. So this refurbishment is only going to last about a month. It's the close beginning January 6th through roughly the 20, uh, 31st of January will reopen. Um, there's no real news on what the refurb is going to include. So maybe they're just like tweaking some light bulbs and, you know, cleaning some tables more than they normally would. We don't really know, but we are sad we're going to be displaced for a month. So if you see us walking around DCA looking kind of confused and not sure where to go, it's because our regular spot is, is under renovation. We'll miss you, Carthay. But tell me that. <laughs> Science going away forever. But if you want those blue cheese, blue cheese martinis, then you gotta suffer for a month. And wait till they reopen. A month is so long. It's okay. We'll live. Um, <laughs> well, instead of going to Carthay Circle, uh, you can now go to Sonoma Terrace because they. I mean, you could go there either way, but it's become a little bit more convenient because they are now adding Sonoma Terrace to their list of mobile order locations. So um, you can get like beers and wines and I've found my ciders over there. So it's just a fun place to grab drinks and um, find a shady place to sit for a little while. Yeah, very excited about this because sometimes the line can get long. So the option and also this is the cheapest place to get cider currently in DCA. I figured this out. I looked at all of them one day. So the option to mobile order there is amazing. I'm very, very happy about that. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Cool. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back in just a second, and we'll be talking about all the holiday food that's available. All right, guys, we are back from our break, and now we get to talk about some of our favorite things food in the park, and more specifically, the holiday food in the park. So we have a kind of like three, you know, breakdowns, criterias. We have the food in Disneyland, we have the food in DCA, and we have the Festival of Holidays food. Now, Tiff and I did have this conversation before we started because some people might ask, isn't DCA and the Festival of Holidays the same thing? It is actually not. So the Festival of Holidays has a completely different menu. Some of the things that are on the... Uh, holiday menu for DCA. You can use your sip and saver pass for for the festival of holidays, but for the most part, they are two completely different things. So first, we're going to start off with our overall thoughts on the food offerings, the menus, um, the variety options, the allergy options, vegetarian options. Um, so let's start that off for Disneyland. Tiff, what are your thoughts on the Disneyland food menus? Um, everything looks good if you have no restrictions. If you do, good luck. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, there wasn't really anything I was like could tell right off the bat that I could have. Um, just a reminder, my allergies are gluten and dairy. So I, I they probably had some things that were one or the other. Um, but for the most part, it looks like the allergy things that I can have in Disneyland seem to be drinks, which I'm kind of used to anyway. So that's fine. Yeah, I think that's probably one of my overall complaints. I mean, I 
don't have dietary restrictions, but a lot of my friends do. So I, it frustrates me because I feel like last year Disney was so good about having options for allergy menus. And I know that they've expanded and done some like vegetarian and vegan options um, this year, but in terms of like gluten-free and dairy, I feel like you guys had more last year than this year, which is kind of disappointing. But in terms of Disneyland, um, some of the things that stuck out to me on my first like initial look was the Thank Moss sandwich from Jolly Holiday. There are some really fun drinks like, where was the one? It's in, I have to find it on my map. I apologize for my sniffles. It's in, I think, New Orleans Square. It was a, like, cold brew coffee. I think it was a pumpkin cold brew coffee. Yes. Um, and that sounds really good. Then what else did I have? I always love the desserts at Jolly Holiday. I actually got a few of them. The eggnog latte cheesecake sounds really good. I haven't had that, but I really want to try it. The raspberry marzipan log sounds amazing. We obviously have so many different churros that are available. There's like turtle churros and toffee churros. I do feel like the menus um, are very sweet heavy. And as someone who doesn't oh, yeah. love sweets, um, I wish there were more savory options. Like we have some savory yeah. options, but like if you like lined it all up on a menu, I feel like the sweet options would heavily outweigh the savory options. Totally. And even like you were talking about the Thanks Moss sandwich, um, even that has like a sweet touch because it has the cranberry sauce, even though it's like technically savory, I think, because it has turkey and gravy in it. Yeah, that's very much like a Thanksgiving style sandwich. So you're going to have your sweet elements in it. And I do notice that like there's a bruschetta uh, pizza, which bruschetta is kind of typically on not like sweet, but because of the tomatoes, it's got a more light flavoring to it. And it can be sometimes a little bit like sweeter. So everything I feel like in the holiday menu does have a leans even on the savory towards the, yeah. like having touches of sweet in it. Um, there is a burger. I don't know if I will try this. The photo doesn't really look that appealing to me personally. Um, but at the Red Rose Tavern, there is a pastrami burger. Um, I did find that pumpkin cold brew is at the Harbor Galley. The pumpkin spice cold brew coffee, which I always love. They have a holiday pizzole. Again, a lot of these things are going to lean towards drinks, sweets. Um, yeah. Are not my favorite. And a lot of the places that have things I'm interested in, like the Royal Street Veranda has these crab fritters. Those look really good, but a lot of times I tend to skip sit-down restaurants for more grab-and-go type food. So I don't know if I will try those, but those did sound good. Um, but again, that's not more of a sit-down kind of like meal. The thing that I think I would get if I was not gluten and dairy free um, was the hot chocolate beignets. Um, mm. In New Orleans Square. That looks delicious. But the only thing I think I can have is a cranberry julep. So maybe I'll try that. That's really kind of sad. That's the only thing that you think you can have. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, like, so sad. Um, 
Oh, there was something I just saw in here that I was like, I wanted to like point that out, and now I lost it, and I don't remember what it was. Um, oh, you're talking about the beignets. Yeah, no, the beignets, the, they look really good. Um, yeah. But again, you have so many different types of churros, different cakes. Uh, Bengal barbecue does have a yellow curry rice plate. Um, again, just looking at the photos, it doesn't like appeal to me, but that doesn't mean that it is not good um, and that it can't be tried somewhere. Um, so then if we hop across the street to DCA, um, Tiff, is there anything over here that you are able to eat that is gluten allergy, you know, dairy free? Probably. Probably not, except for um, a lot of the drinks. The one that sounds really good to me is the Honest Ape Apple Pie Hard Cider. Um, I'm really obsessed with um, Julian Apple Pie Hard Cider right now, so I'm imagining it's pretty similar. Um, That sounds really good. And then if I were to just try anything, it just looks like a lot of sweets again. Um, But for some reason, the cheesy corn fries sound kind of good. They're corn cheese or the corn cheese sauce chili lime dusted corn fritters uh fresno chilies and cilantro so that kind of sounds good if i was able to have cheese <laughs> i mean cheese is like one of the best things that is available mm-hmm. um so for dca again you're looking at lots of sweets lots of peppermint ice creams, peppermint sundaes. Mm-hmm. There's gingerbread all around. This is where if you really love churros, you can get your peppermint churro. Um, there are some savory items like Flo's has a Salisbury steak. Um, Pacific <clears throat> Wharf has a soup. The award wieners always has steamed dogs. But again, you're looking at more sweet things. There's lots of holiday themed cocktails. So if you want some holiday cocktails, you can head to the Hollywood Lounge or we'll talk about the Festival of Holidays in a second. Um, One of the things that I know I wanted from this was the chocolate peppermint uh, ice cream bar. It looks like a tree. That one was on my must list. And then everything else just kind of like nothing really struck out to me or maybe like, hmm, I think I really like want that or I want to try that. Um, I know last year they brought it back the pumpkin pie cheesecake at the Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta. That was delicious. Oh, it was delicious last year. So if you are a cheesecake person, you should definitely try that. Uh, I probably won't have it again this year, but I loved it. Um, And at the Hollywood Lounge, they have, like, some ciders and some cocktails that sound really interesting and good. Uh, One of my personal favorites, I was so glad they brought this back, is the Holiday Affogato at Schmoozie's. It is so good. You can get it with peppermint ice cream or, or I think, cinnamon ice cream. I still need to try it with the cinnamon, but with the peppermint, it's it's so good. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Schmoozie's is also known for their shakes. So they have a peppermint Mickey shake and a churro shake, which I have heard – great things about the churro shake if you like a big cup of sugar to drink um, and eat and enjoy. Uh, Schmoozies always has some really, really great offerings um, in terms of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So shall we talk festival of the holidays? Yes, we shall. Um. So I have to reiterate that I was looking forward to Festival of the Holidays all year, and now I'm really sad because they took away some of the things that I could eat that I really enjoyed. Um, But that's not to say that there isn't absolutely 
anything. Um, there was one thing that was gluten and dairy free that I saw, and I actually was able to look it up. So I do need to try it. I haven't had it yet, but it's the curried cauliflower and chicken. So that's one that I want to try. Um, and then they do have at some of the like um, quick service restaurants, they have food that are, is part of Festival of the Holidays. And one of the things that was interesting to me, and I want to find out if it is gluten-free, but I know it's completely plant-based. So if you're vegan, this one's good. Um, but it's a plant-based chili relleno, which is roasted poblano stuff uh, with vegetable stew, topped with roasted tomato sauce, tofu sour cream, served with Spanish rice and black beans. I'm interested to find out about this tofu sour cream because I sometimes I like dairy-free alternatives. Sometimes they're disgusting. So it's very hit or miss. Um, but I think that would be a good one to try. So there definitely isn't nothing, but I am disappointed that there wasn't more that, like, I really wanted. Last year they had the cauliflower soup, and that was, like, my favorite. And so I'm just really sad about it. But I want to try those other things because they sound good. Yeah. The festival last year, it was a little bigger. They had 12 booths instead of eight. But you couldn't get festival items at some of the quick service restaurants, which you True. can do now. In terms of options, they do have some vegetarian, vegan options. I know at Grandma's uh, Recipe, they have a shepherd's pie. It's a plant-based shepherd's pie. So it um, is a plant-based ground beef with obviously your potatoes and your carrots and all of that. Um, what are some of the other options? Where are they? Um, at the Holiday Duets, you have some cookies that are vegetarian. Uh, the Holiday Stuffing Mac and Cheese is vegetarian. And then at the Pacific Wharf, you can have the pumpkin soup. And then the plant-based chili, I'm not going to say that right, Rilliano. Chili Rilliano. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me butcher all the words. Um, those are going to be your vegetarian options. I do feel there were more last year, and so I'm kind. I'm in the same boat as Tiff and kind of disappointed. I do enjoy trying those things and eating those things, and <clears throat> we'll talk about this in a second when we get to what we've tried and what we recommend. But I've tried some of them, and I have not been super impressed. So. Um, in terms of variety, though, if you don't have any dietary restrictions for the festival of holidays, it does seem like it's very diverse. You have a lot more savory items. I actually noticed last year they a lot of the booths had sweets, and a lot less booths this year have sweets. So pretty much every booth last year had some sort of dessert or sweet option, mm -hmm. and this year it's not very many of them. Each booth does have some sort of um, alcoholic beverage, whether that be a mimosa, a beer, a mixed drink, um, pretty much a lot of diverse options there in terms of what you can get. There's something for everyone, and there's definitely lots of fun things that I'm looking forward to trying. I've tried a few of them, but overall, I think, you know, depending on what you like to eat, the festival could be good for you or it could not be good for you. Um, and so those are overall thoughts on you know, the food offerings. So, Tiff, let's talk about what we are excited to try and are there things on the menus that we think sound just absolutely not good at all? Yeah, so I think what did not sound good, I'm thinking Disneyland 
I don't know why, but Jolly Holiday has a fried bologna sandwich, and that just does not sound good to me. I know. That's a very interesting choice. Um, in terms of things that sounded kind of, like, weird or off, I'm not sure how I feel about bruschetta pizza. Specifically, bruschetta is Yeah. Cold. And so I'm like, why not just make it some, it's probably like a margarita pizza? So I don't just call it that. I don't know. It just sounds like a weird thing. I was having the same thought. I'm like, is that good? But I don't eat bruschetta all the time, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I love bruschetta, but it's more like a dip for, like, with bread. I guess it is kind of like a pizza, but I don't know how, like, I I don't think I'd want tomato sauce on it. But I don't know. That just, like, struck me as a little odd. And I don't know, this pastrami burger, I'm sure it tastes good, but the photo doesn't look that appetizing. Um... Yeah, the fried. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan of bologna, so the fried bologna sandwich is is a is a no go for me. Um, in DCA, in terms of the food, there's really nothing that I'm like. Ooh, I don't know how I how I feel about that. Everything looks pretty like good. Um, oh, there was. Uh, I think Flo's did bring back the Luigi's chicken pesto cone. I tried that, that last year. So. I thought it because it was like I do I enjoy pesto like I enjoyed all the things that were in it, but it just didn't like it just it wasn't great last year and since it wasn't great last year I wouldn't get it again. Um, but even like the stuff on like the festival menu, it all seems like it all looks really good when you look at it now in execution that can be a completely different thing which we'll talk about in a second but yeah. uh in terms of things that i was most excited to try i really love the stuffing mac and cheese from last year at the festival uh, i was excited to try the turkey sandwich jolly holiday obviously so excited to have again uh my peppermint affogato then the uh I already talked about the affogato. There was something else that I was like, I was really excited to try it. Oh, they have latkes, these loaded latkes at Smoke Jumpers. And then, oh, the the peppermint ice cream bar. I was really excited to try that. Obviously, I made a whole big long list and includes a lot of things. But those were some of the things that immediately struck out to me when I was looking at the menus. um, Because I just love all of those things. and I love coffee. Yeah, I think... The other thing on the DCA menu that looked a little bit, well, it didn't look gross, but it sounds like your stomach's going to hurt afterwards, um, but it was the cheesy corn dog because it's a jalapeno cheddar sausage, um, corn cheese, tangy corn cheese sausage is going to make your stomach tangy, and then chili lime dusted corn fritters, um, pickled Fresno chilies, and cilantro on a potato bun. I don't know. That just sounds like meh. Um, but... I don't think anything else sounded really, like, disgusting. Like, everything sounded like it would be pretty good. But like you said, it may or may not be executed well. So you kind of just have to either take our word for it or if we haven't tried it, just try it yourself and risk it. And risk it. Yeah, and there's some things that obviously they look really good when you're looking at them and you try them and you're like, oh, this isn't that great. Mm-hmm. Or like last year it was good. Um, there was one, I think it was the pork dish, the pork adobo at the Festival of Holidays. Uh, it was really good two years ago. And then I had it last year and I didn't love it. And so I probably wouldn't get that again. I don't know if they changed the recipe, uh, what it could be, but it just didn't taste the same. I didn't like it as much. So sometimes that happens where, 
Thank it could also be the batch too. Like I had the cauliflower soup probably like four different times last year. And then sometimes I would get it and like it wouldn't be good. And then other times it was amazing. So I don't know. Could just be bad luck. <laughs> it could be. And I also like you can also check Instagram and read like food blogs and there's places where they put photos of everything, like Disney food blog. If you are not sure about something, you're on the fence. They're usually pretty good about giving uh fair reviews for the food and how it tastes and if it's good, if it's worth trying, if it's just eh, if it's just okay. Um I usually typically agree with them on most food things. So I always recommend checking them out, but in terms of the things we have tried and what do we we recommend, um, Tiff, is there anything you would recommend? I know you aren't able to have a lot of the stuff this year, which stinks. Yeah, so I didn't really have anything for Disneyland or DCA just because there wasn't much I could have. Um, but I will say for Festival of the Holidays, um, I found out that the I was having this big debate with myself because last year the pumpkin soup was at one of the stands, and so you could I knew for sure it was gluten free and vegan, but this year it comes in a mini bread bowl, which is adorable and cute, and probably the perfect portion if you can have whatever you want. But um, I did go in this week and ask them um, if it would be gluten free if I didn't get it in the bread bowl, and they told me it was so. That is one of the things that I loved last year. I'll have to get it again this year to see if it tastes any different, but last year it was one of my favorite things. So I'm sure it's still delicious. Um, It's both vegan and gluten-free. And as far as things I didn't like, um, I had a sip of Caroline's Vanilla Pear Mule, uh, and I didn't love it. Uh, It was a little bit too gingery for me, but I also am now big into mules, and I know that ginger is a big part of that, so... Um, for me, I wasn't a huge fan of that, but I'm excited to get the pumpkin soup again. Yes, and the pumpkin soup, I did try it this past weekend. It is very good. It is worth um, getting either a big bowl or if you want to use your sip and saver pass, which we can talk about in a second, to get a smaller portion in this adorable little bread bowl. You can definitely do that. I highly recommend trying the pumpkin soup, either a big bowl of it or a small bowl of it, whichever you prefer. I have tried the loaded latkes at Smoke Jumpers. They are just okay. Um, I felt the la- there wasn't enough latka and there was too much meat and too many onions on it, like green onions. So it wasn't the worst, but I wouldn't get it again. I don't know if I would recommend someone getting it. I would definitely recommend other things over it. But if you really love latkes, you should definitely try them. Uh, Tiff talks about the mule. The mule was fine. It was a little too vanilla-y. Like, I don't mind the ginger because I like ginger. It's probably why I like mules a lot. But there was too much floury vanilla in it, and you have to mix it to get it all to go together. Um, But if uh, you have one, be prepared that it is stronger than it tastes. So I was drinking it, and probably about 10 minutes after I'd finished, I was like, oh, oh, man. Like, there was more alcohol in that than I thought. Uh, so if you don't mind flowery sweet drinks, it's probably a good one to try. You can't really taste the pear. Definitely taste more like vanilla, but, you know, worth getting. Always recommend the holiday stuffing mac and cheese at Favorite Things for the Festival of Holidays. It is so good. Um, what else have I tried? Oh, um, I just had a random thought. We yeah. 
tried the seasonal cider over at Bayside Brews, and they still have a pumpkin cider. So if you didn't get a chance to try that during Halloween time, you can go over there and you can still get it. And that's I'm raving about that. It's my favorite thing ever. Yes, that is always good. Pumpkin cider is the best. I tried the chocolate peppermint bar that looks like a tree. That is so good. It's like six bucks. And it's a pretty big ice cream bar. It does melt pretty fast. It's hot out, so eat that thing before it it melts. But it's the perfect like peppermint and chocolate. You can either get it with vanilla chocolate or I don't remember what the third ice cream was. And then you can choose milk or dark chocolate to for it to be dipped in, and they make it right there. So that's really good. I obviously recommend the holiday affogato. I don't know what it tastes like with this uh, cinnamon ice cream, but I definitely recommend it with the peppermint. It's just so good. It's literally my two favorite things. I don't eat eat ice cream a lot, but I love ice cream all wrapped into one. Then at Jolly Holiday, the Thanksgiving sandwich is pretty good. If you love the Thanksgiving traditional meal of like cranberries, turkey, stuffing, some cheese, you'll probably love this sandwich. Um, the traditional Thanksgiving meal is just okay in my mind. I don't, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. So it was, it was worth trying. I don't think I would get it again, but I enjoyed it. And I also got the little brownie there with the tree on it. That was delightful. Uh, it's very sweet, so I couldn't finish the whole thing, but it's definitely a good thing to try. And I'm, I think that's all I've had this year. In that's terms a lot of so far. In terms of holiday food, yeah, and I mean, the Sip and Saver, which, let's just talk about the Sip and Saver. The Sip and Saver is really great for the festival. It is $56, and if you are an annual pass holder, you can use your discount, so I think I paid 50 for mine. You get eight tickets, which can be used at any of the festival booths and then some of the quick service restaurants. It comes with a card that tells you exactly where you can use it and what items you can get with it. You can get non-alcoholic drinks. You can get any of the food at the festival festival booths and uh, select, you know, quick service restaurants. The things it doesn't include is alcoholic beverages at any of those spots. So if you want to have a adult beverage with some alcohol in it, you do have to pay for that. And my tip with the sip and saver is break down the cost for each of the basically tickets. So if it's fifty dollars, someone do the math for me. Fifty divided by eight. I'm pulling uh, the math right now. It's okay. It's like six twenty five per ticket. So what yeah. I do is is I look at the items that are six twenty five or more and I use my tickets on those items only. So if something's only five bucks at a festival booth, I will spend the five dollars because I'd rather spend my tickets on the higher priced items and get mm-hmm. the most bang for my buck. And the portions they're you know, they're festival portions, but if you go around and get like two or three things at the festival, you're pretty full. I think when we went two weeks ago, I got two things at the festival and then was fine for the rest of the day. And the same thing this past weekend, I got two things with my festival tokens and I was set for the evening. It was the perfect amount yeah, of food. Yeah, I feel like this is a good deal if, one, if you're a pass holder and you're just going to come back the entire season. Um, or, two, if you purchase it, like you go in with someone, you go in as a family and you buy this, um, I think that's a good deal because you can share it. Um, but like Carolyn said, you got to price it out and see if it's even worth 
like the items that you're getting is worth that price. Exactly. And if you are only going for, say, a day, one day in BCA, but you're spending the whole day in BCA, you can definitely get a sip and saver if you have two people and you do lunch and dinner at the festival. That's totally feasible. So it's four tickets per person. You can do two for lunch and two for dinner. And honestly, that's enough food for you to feel fine and then to get maybe like a snack or a dessert. And you could, yeah, I was going to say, you could get dessert with that. So you could get like two food items and a dessert and that would, or like a drink. And I feel like that would be a good size meal. Yeah. It's, it's pretty easy to use them and use them effectively. I think it's great. I get at least one every year, usually one. I don't usually splurge for two because especially this year, my pass will be blocked out. And by the time I finish using my tickets, I won't be able to come back until the festival's over, which, which is fine. It works out perfectly. Um, but I always kind of break it down in my head. Like I know I'm going to be trying at least eight things, either new things or repeat things. Um, and then if I want more things from the festival, then I just pay for them uh, as needed. Like all of my drinks this weekend I purchased. So, which is to be expected, you can't use your token, the tickets on them anyways. Um, but I highly recommend the sip and saver if you're an pass holder or if you're going to be there with a group of people and are going to be doing the festival. And the portions are, they're not huge portions, but you can definitely get probably like five bites out of things, um, enough for like four or five people to share, I would say. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think it's a good deal. Yeah, same. Well, do you have any other thoughts on holiday food uh, before we sign off, Tiff? No, I think that's pretty much it. I... I'm most excited to try the curry cauliflower and chicken over at the festival holidays. So I think that's going to be the next thing I get that in the pumpkin soup. Yes. Next time you're in the park, you'll definitely have to do that. Cause I think for the past couple of weeks, we didn't really think there were any options. Yeah. And it's been so crowded with festival of the holidays. It's probably another thing you want to know if you're planning like a one day trip or anything like that. It is pretty packed at this time of year, but it's still magical. It's still fun, but you just have to know that you will kind of be um, going with the crowds and stuff. So that's kind of why I haven't taken a lot of time to ask cast members about allergy stuff because it's just been so overwhelming that I don't want to like bother them with all of my questions. But uh, we kind of waited for those slower moments, like at the end of the night or um, when it wasn't as crazy to get all of our questions in. Um, but yeah, you can also mobile order if you're not using your sip and saver pass, but if you um at select places like uh the Fisherman's Wharf and stuff like that. But if you want to go to the stands and you want to use your sip and saver pass, you will have to wait in that line. But it's pretty efficient for the most part. Yeah, they're pretty good about taking your order and moving people through. Another thing, another tip with the festival booths, you can actually order from one booth so you say you wanted something from three different booths you can go up to one booth and be like i want this from this booth i want this from another booth and i want this from a third booth and you can purchase all of those at that first booth 
and then you just take your receipts and you show it at the window for the second and the third booth and they'll check them off and give you your uh, food or drink, whatever you purchased. So that's a great way to maximize your time when you're at the festival so you don't have to wait in three different lines. You're just waiting in one line and then going and getting your food. And sometimes there are lines for the foods because they back up depending on if something runs out or if they just have a lot of orders and things are moving a little slow. So even with the lines, they move things pretty quickly and they're always like communicating about things, which is great. So just be aware that you can do that because a lot of people don't know that and they go and stand in three different lines and it's like, oh, you can get it all in one spot, which is awesome. They implemented that I think earlier this year with food and wine and it worked out really well. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, and I'm glad they've kept it around for the festival of holidays. Totally. Cool. Well, thank you all for listening to our food reviews and all the things that we're excited to try. We'll keep you guys updated on Instagram with all of the things that we have had and that we're going to have as the weeks go on. Um, but join us next week because we'll always have more news for you all and fun topics to talk about. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Disney Download. If you want to stay up to date on all of the park happenings, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Diz Download. And subscribe to the Disney Download on iTunes or Spotify. And if you loved this week of the Disney Download, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. We hope you have a magical day and we'll see you next week for another episode of the Disney Download.